The date is July 30th, Tuesday, and today I'm traveling from Portland, Oregon to Boston, Massachusetts. Today is the birthday of Emily Bronte, English writer. Born in 1818 in Northern England, Emily was joyously welcomed. She was the fifth child out of six for a simple clergyman and his wife. Emily's early years were plagued with loss. Her mother died of cancer when Emily was just three. At six, Emily was sent away to school, joining her three elder sisters. Charlotte had already written home, insisting the school was only bad news. The teachers were abusive and abrasive, the instruction subpar, and Charlotte begged her father to bring them all home. Maria, the eldest, became sick while at school and made the journey home to take a rest. Upon her return to the parsonage, however, she quickly succumbed to her illness. When the remaining three girls arrived home, presumably for Maria's funeral, Elizabeth, the second oldest, also succumbed to a month's long cold she had contracted at school. Mr. Bronte did not send Charlotte and Emily back to that horrid school, literally fearing for their lives. The Bronte's maternal aunt was already living at the Bronte parsonage. She was put in charge of the children when their mother had died, and now would oversee their education at home. Despite the Bronte's middle-class status and remoteness of their village, the children had access to various written material. Emily was notoriously shy around anyone outside her immediate family. She much preferred the solitude of walks outdoors to crowded balls and dinners. Her walks were closely tied to her love of nature. She would often return home with a stray country dog at her heels or an injured bird in her hands. On first glance, the contents of Emily's only novel, Wuthering Heights, stand in stark contrast to the life she led. Wuthering Heights is indeed known for its psychological torture, violence, and overt sensuality. However, Emily had quite a bit of practice in drama growing up. In a small country town, the children were educated by their aunt, but also had plenty of time to play. On days where they were stuck inside due to weather, which was probably often, the Bronte children made up storylines for a box of toy soldiers. They created their own fictional worlds for characters, and more often than not, soldiers were Scottish Highlanders, romantic, brutish, and living in extremes. Reviewing the poetry and verse that survived from the Bronte's tween and teen years, one can see the seeds of Wuthering Heights. Emily Bronte was not able to escape an early death. She died at 30 from tuberculosis, her death hastened by a harsh winter and contaminated water near the parsonage. She lives on in her poetry and prose. Today's poem is The Passionate Shepherd to His Love by Christopher Marlowe. Come live with me and be my Louvre, and we will all the pleasures prove that valleys, groves, hills, and fields, woods, or steepy mountain yields. And we will sit upon the rocks, seeing the shepherds feed their flocks, by shallow rivers to whose falls melodious birds sing madrigals. And I will make thee beds of roses and a thousand fragrant posies, a cap of flowers and a kirtle, embroidered all with leaves of myrtle, a gown made of the finest wool, which from our pretty lambs we pull, fair-lined slippers for the cold, with buckles of the purest gold, a belt of straw and ivy buds, 
with coral clasps and amber studs. And if these pleasures may thee move, come live with me and be my louvre. The shepherd swain shall dance and sing for thy delight each May morning. If these delights thy mind may move, then live with me and be my louvre. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Virginia Combs, wishing you a good morning, a better day, and a lovely evening. <laughs>